now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning, bedheads, and I'm looking around. I don't have anything to drink, but you know it's Yolanda at DryerBuzz, and I should have a cup of lemonade because these are my first thoughts of the morning. This is the first time I've heard my voice this morning, and uh, man, I tell you, it's a Monday morning. It's a very different Monday morning. I was just checking out the news. More and more are, uh, of our e- ecosystem is reopening uh, as if, you know, we really felt like it, there was a shutdown. But more and more opening, uh, more and up and getting into a routine. It's also, the you know, I won't say the beginning of the summer, but school uh, on our end is done. I think others are, are wrapping up and, um, you know, new routines and so forth. I know for me, I've got a busy day cause I elected this day as a day to do, <laughs> do a number of tasks. And I'm like, wait, why did I select Monday? Why not Tuesday? I think, you know what? I'm going to declare, <laughs> I'm going to declare Tuesday, but, uh, cause it's so much um, because of the time frame that I have to get this stuff done, and I need to get it done. But I'm gonna, but I'm gonna declare it Tuesday because I've ne- I've just never been really good on Mondays. I just never have, and I've always wanted to like not do anything on Monday because my weekends are have always been really busy. And Monday, I need to take mental Mondays. Can we do that? Can we make Monday a mental Monday? Now my customers will be like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> but what's the day? I know, I know. So I'm going to, I'm going to uncheck some of the boxes. In fact, I'm going to erase some of the boxes that I want to check for the day because I'm getting overwhelmed, uh, overwhelmed by it and all that needs to happen. And it can't all be done in one day. And I hope that you guys do the same thing. Cause what I wanted to come on and talk about is how we check boxes, you know, um, and, it may like, for instance, if I wasn't doing this podcast, being overwhelmed by the boxes that I need to check, I was about to get back in bed. And one, I slept on the couch, you know, and I came and I got in the bed. I don't know if I fell, but I don't, I, you know what? I don't even know if I fell back to sleep. I think I did try to go back to, but I think I did sleep for a couple more hours, but it was early morning when I finally made it, uh, to bed after trying to get off the couch. But see the other night I, I dozed off on the couch and I got up and got in the bed and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I said, well, look, I'm going to just lay here and just rest for a minute. And next thing you know, it was five o'clock in the morning. And when I came and got in the bed, I heard Patty Betty say, all right, I'm gone. And I was like, wait, what is that time? Uh, and I think I did maybe get another hour or two. Um, and then I woke up again and, and there's a news program. I kind of like to catch some glimpse of just to see how, uh, let me see, police chiefs discuss systemic. And that's it. Actually, I tweeted this morning about this, um, war that has, is ongoing in America, the war on racism. And there were some things clearly identified through this, uh, latest, uh, rash of marches and protests and so forth. Uh, clearly the 74% versus the 26%, uh, was clearly identified with me. And, and I like that. See, one of the reasons I love data and I love the fact that we do check some boxes because we need to, we have to generalize too much because, and we have to generalize because not enough of us are willing to, to say what a thing is. Not enough are willing to us, we're, we're willing, I'm so glad that's a past tense. Not enough of us were willing to really identify who we, who we are. And through this protest and through a poll that came out of it, 
uh, asking, you know, clearly, where do you stand on an issue of police brutality and addressing, and I'm not, I don't even want to call it that anymore because that's, you know, it's like that I think is the thing because there are those of us who understand who's in the uniform. And so it, you know, you try to take these things out of the conversation. I really need to be hearing this because Gail is talking to some police chiefs. Uh, I can read the thing there. I'll, I'll find it online and watch it. Um, secession of hostility. One of the things in, in dealing with, in, and I'll, and I'll say why I am able to, or feel like I am entitled to address this simply because in my community, I have for a, for a time, at a time, for a time, worked with uh, the police officers in the community um, because I dealt with some initiatives to around community policing, public safety, and what it looked like to our young people. And so, therefore, I knew um, policing at every level. And I mean, like when I say every level, I mean every level. And trying to explain, trying to trying to get people to see with their own eyes, even with all the video evidence we have out there, to understand that there is a, a an added hostility shown by one particular group. Now, what we needed that group, we needed that group was like, listen, y'all gonna have to separate yourselves some kind of way from these people. You can't keep going against the public, standing with this hostility that is an aggression that is only shown only shown because we have comparable video comparable results and outcomes where the, the it's not even a blurred line it's a stark contrast as to how these matters are handled and so working to find the language by which we can say to a public because we can't say it wasn't getting across the leadership, wasn't getting across the all involved, but there was a language that needed to be said to the public to identify that there is a different level of aggression and hostility shown towards black and brown. All right, so that happened, y'all. That happened this weekend. And I re- and like I say all the time, live long enough, live long enough. So now we can say 74%. 74, 70, it's 74% versus 26%. And that's, again, taking information from a poll applied to the larger body, which is what, how polling works. You find, you know, your uh, pool about uh, which you're going to query and you come up with uh, in, the answers. And so I am always wanting to stop using generalizations and break it down. I did not want to continue to say police and cops and those kinds of things because there are those that we know who put on that uniform and one of the reasons we have such diverse police departments is because the diversity was needed in order to protect those by which that diverse officer looked like be it gender be it race be it sex be it all the other identifiers old school demographics, identifiers. We're going to call them now identifiers because we're at a point in our society where people say, hey, this is how I identify. And you might be looking at them and they're they're entirely not what they identify as, right? But we're at a point of respecting how people identify and there are those who identify culturally with us, 74%. And then I was thinking this morning, I tweeted this morning, I was like, you know what, now I'm taking a look back at what we have been talking about over the last couple of years, this appropriation 
I think through this mass appropriation of everybody wanting to culturally do something that black people do and are born into, uh, except with the exception of actually being black, uh, I think it actually helped people to understand the plight that we have to I, that we have to live. Because I think whether they have admitted it yet or not, by even culturally identifying, I think they begin to see how they are then separated in society. I think they begin to experience some of that hostility and aggression. Look at Kim Kardashian. Her desire to want to be as curvaceous, as brown as now her children are, um, brought her brought up to her doorstep a lot of aggression and hostility. People mad with her every single day. Because, and I'm gonna have to, we're gonna have to head to the kitchen, y'all, and get something to drink here. And as a matter of fact, I'm up waiting for uh, delivery. This is another thing. I can't get started. I can't get the day started because I have got to wait for groceries. I got too much scheduled on a Monday. Hang out with me here in the kitchen. Let me get something to drink. And no, it's not lemonade because the lemons aren't here yet. But, and actually, I got a batch of lemons in yesterday, y'all, that were bad. So I've got to figure out how to handle that. Um, I didn't trust those lemons. I actually took them through the process, but even at the end of the process, I'm like, mm, I don't know these lemons. These, yep. That's the soda. I'm sorry. Y'all, uh, y'all know I don't do soda and you know, I'm going to end up sneezing and all that kind of stuff. But I, I do this particular one. Um, but I ended up taking that lemonade through the process and instead of smelling like lemonade, it was smelling a little bit like rosemary. And I'm like, no, that means it's those lemons might be. Uh, gone bad a little bit a lot because <laughs> they were they felt funny they smelled funny and I was like but it was a ma- it was a major brand of lemon and I was like wait are these are these are they did they grow that way are they supposed to be this way I'm like Mm-mm. so I ended up dumping that lemonade and I need to go delete that video um, but anyway so trying to get beyond checking boxes because people are when I say trying to get beyond checking boxes I'm trying to get beyond checking boxes of all that I need to do today uh, knowing that hey I can do some of that stuff at another time uh, also in 10 minutes into this 1022 into this guys um, also checking boxes going forward because people aren't what they seem and I think in that lane in that vein we have to we have to start something new and one of the things i was tweeting about the question that popped into my mind this morning was what happens at the end of war what happens at the end of war now we as a matter of fact you know i don't know about the school systems today but during our time because i think we my generation was born uh, after the war, there was warring, warring, and warring, and warring, and warring, and so my generation was born into that. So we did a lot of study of the wars, but I, I kept thinking, you know, yeah, we had to know dates, and we had to know which generations were impacted, and, and things that happened after that, but we never really knew, like, what happens at the end of war, you know? And one of the things, one of the wars that we lived to was the desert, the desert storm, you know, the, the war during the Bush years, you know, the Clinton years, I mean, not just say Bush, but Bush, Clinton, Bush years, um, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, we're going to pull the troops out. Well, we're going to pull the troops out. What are we surrendering? Are they surrendering? Like, like, wait, what's going on? And so in this war, 
if, if we're at the end of the, if this is the war, end of the war or end of a, just another battle, I see again, I need to know that because I need to know how we proceed because, and I need to know, and somebody needs to ask me, well, what, what do you want? What, what did you want to occur? Well, what I want to occur is a cessation of hostility. That's my language today. I went out and I Googled, right? I couldn't go to my bookshelf and pull down the encyclopedia because I don't know what encyclopedias. I didn't never pack them or unpack them. I might even left them. I don't even know. But I went online. I was like, well, what happens at the end of war? And I look, and there's a definition of what the end of war looks like. And it talked about cessation of hostility and an un- unconditional surrender. Well, I need an unconditional surrender. And, and then I applied this that I learned this morning immediately in a conversation about the NFL because the NFL decided took sides in the war of of hostility toward black and brown people the NFL took sides against black and brown people in the war of hostility in a war of, of violence against brown black and brown people they took sides and so they surrendered in and in, not unconditionally I don't think it was unconditional because none of the conditions were met Okay, none of them, nobody in the NFL took a knee yet. Okay, I'm just saying. As I wet my whistle, and I hope that's not a bad thing to say, but as I uh, hydrate my organs, I'll put it that way. Uh, so, Cadet Goodell, in his basement bunker of an apology to black and brown people, um, didn't take a knee. The owners, who at one time wanted to call themselves governor, a more racist term in the South it is, okay, uh, who at one time wanted to go from calling themselves owners to appear and appearing racist to governors, which was more racist, um, they didn't take a knee. Neither of which went to their headquarters or their their uh, stadiums and arenas and did this in such a way that it would have such an impact to let us know that the battle was won, that battle was has been warned, uh, the, or that the war may be over. There was no new occupation. One of the things I looked up in this, in trying to figure out, well, how do you tell if a war is over? Well, there's a new occupation. There's some new leadership. None of that happened. Um, the young man offended, I think that sounds like my groceries. What time is it? It's 8.26. That might be my groceries. Um, the young man offended in all of this, I'm just going to look out the door, y'all. See if my groceries has been dropped off. Nope. No groceries yet. Okay. So, and the young man, Colin Kaepernick, who became an ally, a voice, took up the gauntlet against, the, against those that became an ally against black and brown people. Um... He's not his occupation. He's not even a part of the new occupation. He's not. He didn't even have an occupation with the NFL. And should he go back as a quarterback? No. I mean, if he wants to play, play. But he should be playing on his own team. I mean, I think we should start an ownership in some in some matter because there's restitution. There's restitution that has to happen. What happens at the end of war? Um, beautiful symbolism. But what we don't want to happen is we don't want it to be just symbolism. We don't want it to just be something on the calendar. We don't want it to. We need, we need so many things. We need unconditional surrender. You know, uh, we're told it's been it's going around that the president, who is who is a direct 
anti-everything, uh, direct enemy of black and brown people. I'm going to put it that way. He is a direct self-proclaimed enemy of black and brown people. Self-proclaimed enemy of black and brown people. Uh, ran on that as a policy, as a, as a, as a stand, as a position. Maintain said position. It's said to address the race issues. Now, the brother, the the man may set off some stuff we don't know because we're at a point. And, I, and, and I'm like this: if he is not about to step out into the rose garden and take a knee, then I he need not he need not say anything. We already got that handle come November. He don't need to say anything. All he need to do is go decide how many U-Haul boxes do you need. So when they come in here and take all this stuff up out of here and send y'all right on back to New York or wherever it is, you want to go to Mar-a-Lago, wherever you want to go, that's, that's on us. We pay for that. We gladly take, take all my tax dollars. Go. Helicopter ride for you. And I just, I'm sorry, Melania. I know Melania was counting on him living out in public and everybody seeing how he, insane he was. And I'm pretty sure she was banking on the fact that he would be declared insane and she wouldn't have to go back to New York with him because she didn't really want to even go to Washington with him. Uh, she she was making all kind of plans not to have to, li- have to live in, court, in quarters with him. Um, and apparently, I don't think they live in the same quarters in the White House. Uh, but in, in man, when she has to be by his side, it's such a... It's such a painful thing to witness. Oh my God, it's such a painful thing. I mean, with any of them, anybody except for Ivanka, Ivanka seemed to be cool with him. But you know, there's a lot said about that. But uh, you know, in 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 the definition of Karen, uh, that's your original one right there, Ivanka. You can go back to the Apprentice days. Oh, honey, that's Karen. That was Karen all day long. Every episode, throwing somebody under the bus, asking asinine questions. Oh, my God. That's a horrible person. She is an absolute horrible person. And uh, But, you know, we have to fault those that, that allowed them to rise to any kind of influence and prominence. And uh, they have occupied our, our country, um, the White House in D.C., because she moved to D.C., um, the white and, and occupied the White House. Might as well say that, um, because knowing how well she could manipulate her father, because uh, he hid behind her a lot in in what he has done before even getting to the White House, and and hides behind a lot of that stuff now. Though, but back to us, what happens at the end of war? Are we at the end of war? Or was this just a battle? Let's decide that. Was this a, was this the war? Is the war been won or is this just a battle? You know? Is life in and of itself always a war? How many battles are we fighting? My battle today was organizing um, what I need to get done today. I need to get some shipping done. And there's so many steps to that process that there are things that I'm still trying to finalize the freaking label. And I think I have it finalized. I thought I did, but then, you know, I did some more research and like, ooh, I like this, I like that. Uh, and the bulk of our the bulk of our June stuff is ready to go out, so I've got to get that out. And it can't be, as they say, Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> but yet, we keep looking at these, these calendars and these planners and these schedules, keep trying to tell us we can get it all done 
in a day and uh no i'm gonna take i'm gonna need two days on this because there's so there's so much um that needs to happen and i think but here's how we do it i keep and, and when i say i'm overwhelmed by what needs to get done on a monday i'm overwhelmed because i in my mind i keep seeing the end of the day and what the end of the day should look like and that's not that's not it if I go and do step one, if I go and do step one, the visual from step one will inspire step two, will inspire step three, will inspire the next step and the next step and the next step. If I keep focusing on end of day, I'm only going to feel like all the other things that I need to get done in the day. Like when these, when this shipment comes, I mean, when this order comes, if I start, what I'm doing and I got to stop and do that knowing that what I'm going to start is a bit on the larger scheme of things and not having a stopping point in mind then I'm going to be overwhelmed and so therefore the first box won't get checked because I'm overwhelmed we all know the first thing I had to do was how to get out of bed podcast right but if I'm sitting there and I'm worried about well what I need to do after that And then I'm overwhelmed by what I have to do after that to the point that I don't get the podcast done. Then we're in bad shape. But we know that coming on the podcast, I'm going to talk through the process, which is going to inspire me to go ahead and and I'm going to inspire you to go ahead and take that next step. If you have a list and all those check boxes, if you take a piece of paper, I'm going to give you an exercise. Like say you've got your list. There's a box. There's a line. There's a circle or some kind of way to identify it. And, and, and all that stuff is on the list. Take a piece of paper and cover up the one, the other task that you are not going to do. Pick a task. And, and, and that that be the only thing you see. And get that done. And guess what? Accomplishment. And then uncover some more. Uncover another. Pick another one. We've got to learn how to manage better than we do. We've got to learn how to manage better than we do. I I looked at a video, um, an event that I was at two years ago where, and actually the book is sitting here because we talked about it on our podcast yesterday. One of the um, founders, let's go ahead and call them founders of Black Lives Matter, uh, two women who literally was having a discussion and heard the words come out of their mouths, Black Lives Matter. And one of them said, let's make that a hashtag. And then let's do this and let's do that and let's do this. In two years, and in two years, here we are, where it's now painted on a street or a a parkway or what we call it in Washington, D.C., it's now painted on the street. It's now being uttered all around the world. It's now going up uh, street names and, and murals and all of these different places. But the thing about it is, somebody had to speak it outwardly into the universe. Somebody had to be brave and courageous enough to say what matters. And then it inspired and it sparked others to say, well, all these other things matter too. And then it emboldened somebody said, not until... Not until, and I love when somebody says, um, all lives matter. And somebody else says, not if black lives don't matter. That's not all. Cause you know, you're talking about all, well, you got to address a thing. Y'all, you got to call a thing, a thing, call a thing, a thing. I don't want to keep you guys too long because as I said, 
the task on a Monday on this to-do list is I've got to, first thing I got to do is go ahead and start my uh, shipping process. And I'm going to get all that. I'm going to go and get those. I actually have a soap sitting here in the oven um, that I need to that I need to cut or possibly rebatch. I had a soap that just went so wrong yesterday because I was so distracted and talking. In fact, let me grab it out. I want to look at it. You heard that? That's the oven. And, uh, man, I had such high hopes for this soap, y'all. I really had such high hopes for this. I was going to make some, I was going to make a beautiful batch of blossoms. And you know what? And this fragrance, I kept trying to figure out what, this fragrance is jasmine. And now I'm starting to remember where it's coming from. And now it's, it's irritating. It was so loud in the house last night. It just about, it just about uh, made us get up out of here. We had to air it out because the process I had to take this thing through was like killing us last night. Because it, when it went wrong, when it went, when it, the error of my ways, because I came on talking to you guys while I was trying to make soap, and that's something I said I would not do, and I did it any old way. And and now I have the result of that is I've got to give this my full attention when I'm doing it. And so now I have here. Um. Uh, uh, let me think. What what can I what can I call this? Um, a lesson, a lesson. That thing that everybody everybody tells you and everybody talks about. I do like the fact that it ends up looking like a kind of like a cotton thing. I'm taking it out of the thing. Yeah, I don't even know what. I don't even know what to do with this, y'all. I don't even know what to do with this y'all it's a mess <laughs> and it was supposed to be beautiful flowers and because I didn't take my time I wasn't patient I didn't check the boxes right I, in fact I didn't oh I'm telling y'all I did not I wish I could show you guys this I could but it is interesting it is wholly interesting I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna let it air around a little air while I clean up the mess of it I want everybody to have have yourselves a good day it's Monday there's a lot going on there's a lot going on on Monday a lot of people are getting back into their routines uh, be mindful be patient that was one thing I talked about in a conversation this morning already we were talking about I was in a soap making conversation this morning and somebody was asking, they, they had a day like I did with this one. And I said, you know, the one thing that I have learned about um, blogging, the one thing I've learned about coming into the kitchen cooking, going into soap making, being a parent, um, raising these kids, dealing with this dog, um, is patience. I have really learned how to just stop for a minute adjust rest um wait you know let let things work themselves out instead of me having feeling like i need to wrangle it all the way through um that i don't need to be one real thing that i learned is i don't need to be involved at every level we all have a part to play a piece to play some of us kick it off some of us you know score the last score you know it's like you just have to 
you you got to get to where you got to get to an understanding. That's what it is. I was about to say get to where you just got to get to an understanding. And things are going to change. Things that we have to adapt, you know. Um, but you, we, we've got to we've got to get to an understanding, and that's what I hope to do and be for you as I come on here and I share where I have been, what I have been through. Uh, so that you can use my hindsight as your foresight. And in about three minutes to go. I know you got to go. And I know it sounds like I'm trying to find something that's talking about. I'm not. I just want to make sure that you understand. You are not me. I am not you. But we are still in this thing together. And not only that. We got a number to put on this thing. 74%. 74%. I was so glad to be able to, to have that identifier. And uh, so I'm going to ask you as you go on today, how do you identify? How do you identify? Remember, we everybody used to say that 80-20, 80-20, that's a real thing. Well, in this, in dealing with where Black Lives Matter, uh, it's 74 to 26%. So, you know, the 80-20 is still in there. It's in there somewhere if we, we were to I'd break it down some more, but... There you go. There you have it. And that is how we're going to face the world today as we get out of bed. Now, I, I got to go at least try to impact 74% of the, the chores and tasks and things that, that I need to do today. And I'm going to start at the beginning. All right. Everybody, I need you guys to have a great day. Yes, I mentioned the soaps. You can go to uh, shop.dryerbuzz.com. It's a bookstore and a soap store and uh, also some consulting available if you're trying to use social media for a business. There's some uh, items there that will help you in that. If you want to launch a podcast, your own podcast, uh, variations. You see, we do variations of podcasts. I do this unscripted podcast uh, on a periodic basis. I do. We have schedules guest co-hosting podcast um and so forth so all of those all all of what i do is on uh shop.dryerbuzz.com and just do me one more favor go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on twitter instagram and facebook it's all about the buzz yeah.